Oh, hi there! I was just editing one of my episodes here. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but you can call me Dylan. And this is the podcast. Hey, let's see how this thing sounds. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold in! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out yourself when you come along on today's episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here to talk about episode 077, The Nemesis, part one. Yeah. Blackguard. Saga. We will get into that. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah, dude, it's happening. Yeah, this is, this is The Nemesis has arrived. The foil. The perfect foil. Blackguard. Blackguard. Dr. Regis Blackguard. Dr. Regis Blackguard. Oh my gosh, I have thoughts. Okay. So uh, so this episode first aired uh, July 8th of 1989. Um, wild. Um, <laughs> it was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Of course. Um, it is track eight on album five, Daring Deeds and Sinister Schemes. And... Uh, it's really, really good. Yes. I, I I agree wholeheartedly. It sets into motion everything. Yep. Pretty this is much. It. The nemesis. It's even like labeled that. Like it's just this is it. This is Ugh. This is peak villain and Odyssey. It's so good. Yeah. Yep. Do we have a promo, Dylan? Uh, we do. Before I get there, I'm gonna oh, go through do, credits. Yeah, do credits. Yeah. Um, so we've got uh, Maggie Mullooly here as June Kendall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered her previously, but yeah. uh, wild that it's the same actress for June Kendall the whole way through. Did she die in real life, and that's why they killed her off in the show? Yes. Okay. The, Have we talked the, about the that Tom before? Riley maneuver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got yeah. I think we did talk about that. Um, uh, Jenny Long as lucy okay um yay lucy yeah really fun for me have we done an episode with lucy yet lucy cunningham schultz i believe we have at some point we must have that's what i was trying to think but i also uh tweeted us or email us or whatever if you if you know what episode we've covered with her in it but like we might not have no we haven't covered much of old odyssey yeah mostly sarah and mandy for unless she was in Oh shoot! She played one of the kids in one of the. Um, she played one of the kids, kids in, in the Twilight. In one of the, I think in the the chicken episode. Yeah, in the chicken episode. In, in the, the Twilight zone. Okay. 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 That makes me feel slightly less crazy. Now you don't have to tweet at us. Yeah, but you don't. still can if you want to. Yeah, we won't complain. No. Uh, also, uh, I think I think this happened for last week or I don't know a couple weeks ago. But uh, there are geese in the background again. Much so, geese. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Nothing I can do about that, unfortunately. Yeah, it's okay. Call of the Wild, as it were. Um, we, yeah. 
We have uh, Earl Bowen back on the show, this time portraying Regis Blackard. We uh, previously talked about him because he was Inspector Howard's. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he also uh, plays uh, Dr. Silberman in the Terminator franchise. Uh, <laughs> senior, senior, senior in Kim Possible. Yes! I forgot that. <laughs> I completely forgot that. And uh, Mr. Bleakman and Clifford, the big red dog. What? <laughs> Hold, what? That was Blackard? <laughs> Wild, right? I watched a lot of Clifford. Wow. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> now I know. That is... I think you've just ruined Clifford. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. Hilarious joke. Didn't we make that before? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, we, also, uh, we also have Paul McCusker. Playing Philip Glossman. Gotta love him. Philip Glossman, sneaky councilman. Yeah. And with that? And this is Glossman's second appearance in the show. Is it? Yeah, because he's in Recollections when Wit's buying Wit's End, as referenced in this episode. Mm hmm. All right. I think it's promo time. I think it's promo time. I just really want to talk about this episode. No, that's fair. (laughs) I do too. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey. I thought you wanted to run this town, Glossman. I did what I could. Which was practically nothing. Wit has his hands full when a stranger moves to town and tries to keep Connie from going back to work at Wit's End. I can introduce you to my boss if if you're interested. All right, let's go. It's a half hour of intrigue, suspense, and forgiveness on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Half hour of intrigue, suspense, and forgiveness. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Exactly. Also, that gong. What is that gong? I don't know. There was also the the claves. Yeah. There's, there's wood blocks that you hit together. Yeah. To make that high. Yeah. That was that was a lot. I I that was love good. I love the. I don't know if it's just like the Odyssey theme in a minor key or what it is that they use there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's used in Novacom. It's used a bunch of other places. Yeah, but it's but so it's good. Great. Yeah. A it's motif, like, as it were. Yeah. Sets the tone. And boy, is Dr. Blackard the best freaking bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry for saying freaking. Oh, uh, don't apologize, man. I, I fully endorse that. Thank you. Um, do we want to talk about it right off the bat i've got like the blurb from from the the big old book yes. about the creation of black book o odyssey so uh this is this is hubler writing um our boy talking about so when and this is him recounting something that he wasn't there for so i guess it's just interview based but whatever mm-hmm. um so early days of odyssey uh connie is the foil to wit um mm-hmm. In that she's challenging him on his Christian beliefs um, as a non-Christian. Then she becomes a Christian. And so it's like, well, we need a new way to have someone in opposition to wit. Um, And so they decide to make a character that is a true nemesis. Mm -hmm. Title of this episode. Roll credits. um, And someone who would stand for everything that wit is against. Um, So they, they started out with a subtly evil gentleman named jonathan dark um mm. race based on a character from a ray Badbur- from a ray bradbury book okay um 
but uh, and this episode was originally called the arcade. Hmm. Um, then the character became more overtly evil, and they changed his name to Janus Blackard. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, Janus being the two-faced Roman god, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Blackard coming from the Old English word for a scoundrel or villain. Mm. Um, and then they changed, they dropped Janus and made it Regis. Um, and, uh, yeah. Interesting. He then then appeared in this episode and, uh, ended up sticking around for, uh, way more. Yeah. Um, Quite some time. As, as we will obviously be covering. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then talking about uh earl bowen doing his voice um he says that he uh he was um doing a ton of acting around the time he was cast in this and uh he'd gotten a bad cold so Mm. he started so he did the first his first appearances speaking in like a really low register yeah um to try and like not destroy his voice um and then they kind of like because of that they were just like you know what like maybe that's more interesting to do like a quiet villain than a loud one yeah um and so he just like obviously kept that throughout his character and he does always have this kind of it's not even like a rasp it's kind of like a growl yeah to his voice yeah it's just super deep it's like um uh sheer khan from the original jungle book movie like the cartoon Mm -hmm. one where it's just, like, it is so vastly deep, and, yeah. like, it just, it kind of, yeah, it, it, it's like a growl. It's, like, almost, like, grovelly, like, yeah, it, it's interesting. But it's so good. It's it's iconic in, in the Odyssey world, and as far as voice acting is concerned, it is such a good bad guy voice. Yeah. Yeah. And the, like, the artwork has always kind of gone out of its way to visually portray him as wit's opposite um Mm. where he always has black hair Mm -hmm. and a black mustache yeah wit's got his white hair and his white mustache because wit is god right (laughs) and so like it's very yeah yeah no it's i mean it's it's very it's very easy to see how he was set up to be his nemesis to be the opposite to be kind of wit's undoing to you know, push character development, but also be the cause of conflict. And as Wit is the center of Odyssey, the only way to threaten Odyssey is to threaten Wit, and that is in this way. So it mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, they did such a good job that I feel like all future Odyssey villains are compared to Blackard. You know, they're oh, not. They're not. Absolutely. They're not compared to Novacom nearly no. as much. Well, yeah, because he's the original as well. Yeah, exactly. And he's like the singular villain yeah yeah it's None it's, of the it's other he's almost like a really like a super villain situation yeah um and he's very uh bond inspired mm-hmm. like he is quite the bond villain especially as we get further into it well and he's a um, like he's a doctor and like yep. there's this whole yeah well, yeah and he even like he literally does the bond line at the end of this episode he mm-hmm. says to connie my name is blackguard dr regis blackard yeah and it's like got him it's the got him yeah it's the clear thing all right so getting into it 
let's 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 talk about it. So the episode begins with like the Odyssey City Council meeting or board of trustees or something it's like the that. The Odyssey Town Council. Yeah, Odyssey They're Town Council. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they are heated. Yeah, they're very upset about. Um, well, so it's what is it? There's Philip Glossman that we know of, and then there's Blackard, Wit, and Tom. And Blackard yeah. is appearing before the board to get a business license to open Blackard's Castle, yep. which is supposed to be a. It's it's the uh, Novacom Kids Center. Yeah, it's the Novacom Kids Center, <laughs> exactly. Except for with with a better name, right? Um, they couldn't call the Novacom Kids Center Charles Castle. That would have been weird. Mm, they could have. Dense lab. Dense lab. I like it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So we start out though just with like an incredible amount of background noise that's really good. Yeah. To give you the vibe of the room, and it's just Glossman and Tom mm-hmm. going back and forth about this. They are literally like attacking each other because basically Glossman doesn't think that's an issue. But Tom is concerned, and he's like, well, I don't know what, exactly what this business is. And then Wit gets brought into well, it because yeah. Wit was... Cause, so Tom's Glossman's concerned. Like, right, Glossman's like, well, we also didn't know what Wit's end was. This sounds a lot like that. Yeah. Like, why do you? Like, why are you suddenly being so scrutinous towards this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, well, yeah. and it's more of like, yeah, but it, so he's like, why are you suddenly being so scrutinous towards this? But it, he also flips it back and saying like they were super hesitant about Wit coming in. And then it boils down to Wit going up there and being like, well, Wit had some very clear goals set out for um, for Wit's end when he came in front of the, you know, the town council. Um, and then he ends up reading them and they're so sweet. Yeah. They're so, it's yeah. such a good-hearted moment the line and this gets touched on a bunch throughout odyssey but his his line about wit's end is you know it's a place where kids of all ages can just be kids exactly um which good discussion crafts displays but like most importantly this is where kids can just be kids and and assumedly spend their parents money yeah exactly that's never really touched on nope um that definitely happens wit is very rich yeah um there's a funny moment where um where when tom and 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 glossman are arguing he he says um they're like well why don't we just get like mr whitaker up here to talk to himself and so tom like yells out and be like hey mr whitaker you want to come up here and he's like sure thing councilman riley and the the false formality of it is so funny yeah it's like they're in a formal setting but they are the best of friends yeah it's so oh, it's so good. I yeah. love it. And but, Glossman's such a good like sleazy, you know, kind yeah, of councilman. I, I Glossman's really good though, especially when he's first introduced. Like the promo really sets up who he is. Yeah, but even in recollections and now in this, like he's not unreasonable or like overtly evil no 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 he's like, very good he comes across as quite level-headed mm-hmm. his argument that like yeah why shouldn't we have competition for wit's end is like yeah you're not? right like, it's, it's like, good for just, the economy right. and stuff like that right, right like it's just it's literally an argument for capitalism which i guarantee you focus on the family as a fan of yep they're very into it at least so, of what i know so yeah, it's just it's really yeah. So and, if Kidsboro was any hint, they're very into it. Exactly. Um, 
So yeah, so it's it's just this like so he, that that argument sets up because so like saying if it's like oh it's competition to wit's end well then we have to make sure that it's like wit's end and that's right. when wit comes up and gives the whole spiel about what wit's end was supposed to right. be and is and then wit kind of goes to bat for black well, so so tom is then like okay like can we get your statement of intent yeah. blackard and and wit's kind of like uh like why don't we just Give it a week. Let him come up with what to say, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and and have that conversation. Yeah, which um, is so good. Yeah, good guy. Yeah. With. It's great that their first interaction is with putting like going to bat for the guy. Exactly. That sets things up very nicely. Yeah, and I like. We also find out in this through this whole thing that because. Uh, because Blackard jumps in to say that he is Doctor yeah. Regis Blackard instead of instead of Mister, um, and his his PhD is in child psychology, which is dope. And I <laughs> which is don't think so, I knew that. So yeah, I didn't know that either. I it's super interesting because that's like like one of the things that I'm actually going to school for. Yeah, I mean I'm going for clinical mental health counseling, but I want to specialize in childhood trauma. So yeah, it's kind of same thing. So you can t- you too can be Doctor D- Doctor Regis Blackard Sabo. The third. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of his last name, no one can agree on how to pronounce. Yeah, Blackguard, Blackgird, Blackard. Yeah. So, so the, the the three that I heard the most were Blackguard. Yeah, Blackguard. Blackguard, Blackhard. Yeah, Blackguard. Like Blackard. Yeah. And and like Blakeard. Yeah. Who said Blakeard? Uh, Tom at a couple points. So oh, okay. Like, Mr. Blaker. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just because... Nobody, so... nobody can decide what on... What to call him. So I, I think... Blackard. Right. I think I usually go Blackard or Blackard. Yeah. Um, Blackard. And I'm going to probably alternate between those two throughout the series. Um, but this one, the G is very prominent in some of how they say it, like Blackard. Blackard. Right. right. Yeah. I, right. I fall in between the Blackard and the Blackard. Yeah, exactly. No Blakard. Get out of here, Tom. Blackard. Blackheart. <laughs> yeah. It it's really it's really bizarre and I think it maybe sort of speaks to like the fact that this is still early on in mm-hmm. Odyssey mm-hmm. and there's maybe not like like Phil Waller as a director maybe could have been like, No 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 or like Paul McCuster is the creator of the character or whatever. Like you could come be like, No no no, this is the way to say it. Well, how does Blackard say it? Dr. Regis Blackard. Blackard. So maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like they're waiting for them to say their name to say, see how it's pronounced. Situation. Yeah, but the, after he introduces himself, they're still all over the place. Yeah, okay. And it's one of those things where it's like, if... Like, if if you saw this word written on a page... You could read it in all those sense, yeah. ...that you would pronounce it any of those ways. But... In the real world, when someone introduces themselves, you say the name. How you they say, say the name how they say it. Yeah. Um. And so yes, maybe the characters were reading it off a page to begin with, and kind of got it stuck in their head to say it a certain way. Mm-hmm. But it does ring a little bit as this is a script, not people interacting, and whatever. Yeah. Like not not like a criticism that really bothers me just something interesting yeah like, yeah like how they all they didn't notice different things really nail down on how to say his name yet 
And maybe that was truly their intentions. They were like, well, we're just going to make it ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Blackguard. 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 Black- I can't even two say A's? it that way. Yes. Wow. There's actually three. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Two A's back to back, though. <laughs> yes. Huh. Yeah, I think it's definitely black blackguard. Black blackguard? Black blackguard. Blackguard's castle. Blackguard. Black yeah. not black. Blackguard. Blackguard. Blakeherd. Blakeherd. We're done. <laughs> so so the the meeting then adjourns with Wit inviting <laughs> they're gonna go get something to drink, which I'm presuming is like beer? A milkshake. Yeah, but this is Odyssey, so it's like tea, hot chocolate. It's just so funny. Perhaps cider if it's yeah, seasonal. No, they don't even do coffee. No, um, no, 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 no. But yeah, wit wit's like wit's or yeah, Wit says that he and Tom are going back to his house for something to drink and Glossman and Blacker could come along, and it's like Wit and Tom know that's not alcohol. The other gents do, do not. not. No, they don't know that. It could be lots of booze. Yeah. Cause, uh, well, and I guess that's the thing where it's like, you know, you can't just like watch TV because Wit doesn't have a TV. Like, what are you going to do at Wit's house? I, in my head, that house is like, one, perfectly clean all the time. And two, incredibly outdated all the time. It's all wood. Yeah, it's it's all wood. Except for like... The quintessential, like, floral print couch that's very lumpy and doesn't have any stains on it, but smells funny. I'm glad you have such vivid imagery. Um, so, so Wit and Tom walk away, mm-hmm. and we get to hear Glossman and Regis talk, and uh, we get all the all the villainy now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is when they're like, well, he's like... This is what we get in the promo where he's like, I thought you wanted to run this town, Glossman. Yeah. Glossman? And yeah. uh and Tom's or and Glossman's like, Well, you know, they weren't giving me much to work with. Like I can't really do, do much. Like it'll happen in time. Yep. And and it's like, well, like it's not gonna happen with Tom and Wit around, which is so interesting because mm-hmm. like Wit was like didn't right, like, really the- come out against it and Tom did, wasn't really against and and Tom didn't seem like adamantly like, against well, it. He it, was it, just hesitant. Yes, Tom is by character hesitant. Though. Exactly. So it just seemed like yeah, this is Tom doing his Tom thing, where he just you know drags his feet. Yeah. Um, and it it it's also a thing where it's like if you're trying to your goal is to get this thing approved. And you're a villain. Just lie. Yeah, just lie or just play the game that they want to play. Right. So you be as unconspicuous for as long as possible. But instead... Or inconspicuous. He starts hinting at, like... Killing Sabotage yeah. <laughs> or murder. Yeah, he's like, like well, he's like, he can't be sure here. sure that they're not here for the meeting, which seems way more suspicious than if you lied. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and, and then... And then Glossman's like, well, I don't want to be a part of anything sinister. I don't want to be involved in any sinister plots, which is Ah. the closest to a roll credits for an album I think we ever get. Yeah. Like, it's it's something I didn't think about until he said it, because this is Daring Geek Sinister Sinister Schemes. schemes, And I was like, oh, yeah, the 
title for the album is always like pretty it's usually thematically relevant to the album Mm -hmm. but not anything like directly tied yeah yeah like Like something like on thin ice where it's like there's that one ice fishing episode right but right and and like and even like going to novacom stuff like you know, you've got your battle lines and stuff that's mm-hmm. all Novacom, but, yeah. like, in no point do they say, like, battle lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was just... No, you're right. Funny. It is real, it's a real credits moment, you're right. Um, and then it, it also comes up that, that Tom is a retired farmer. Hmm. Which is what is the description Glossman gives of him, and I was like, oh, interesting. I mean, I guess. Yeah. But I just never... Thought of Tom in those terms. Yeah, as a retired person. Right. I feel like he must... Maybe he used to farm a lot more, and now he just farms less. Right. Maybe now he's got his his money stored up, and so he's just farming for fun. Yeah, yeah. Or he, like, does, like, a a grocery stand situation, like, once a week for his wares. Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting, though, because it's so early on in Odyssey to date him that way, and uh-huh. then it literally, like, lasts, like, 20 years. Yep. And God knows what kind of in, you know, in showtime that is. Right. Um, And then we cut to Connie, like, coming downstairs, mm-hmm. and her mom being there, and it's such a fun reminder of, like, oh, yeah, Connie's, like, kind of a kid at this point. It's it's been so long since I've been like Connie's a kid. Right. Listening to stuff with her at that age. And she's very much like a she's very much a high schooler right now. Yeah. Like she's very much a It's really fun. And obviously coming off the back of was it uh, two episodes ago? Um with two her getting ago fired. That we covered. Yeah. But and this will become really apparent as we proceed. There are so it's Bite of applesauce where she gets fired. Yeah. Then we get the two-parter of Connie goes to camp. Yeah. Then we get Eugene's dilemma, and then this episode, Nemesis Part 1. Mm-hmm. And so, Connie goes to camp are not considered Nova, or are not considered Blackard mm-hmm. uh, episodes, but they could be. Yeah. Like, they are... They play enough they into this that... Connie's... Connie's Eugene's Dilemma. Yeah. The difference is Eugene's Dilemma has Maxwell in it. So, so it be, counts. So it's a little bit more crucial. Mm-hmm. But it is... It's interesting listening to these without having listened to those. Yeah, exactly. Because you almost get to be in Wit's shoes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I don't know what kind of change she's gone through. Mm-hmm. And like because we're skipping over that... We also don't really know. Yeah, I don't remember anything about those episodes. Um, which is interesting. I did, like, I went back through and read the plot summaries on the wiki. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I could, like, kind of refresh myself. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Well, I know, I remember she sends Lucy home, because that's t- touched on this in this right. episode. And, like, there's some yeah, it, drama. It's just, right, it's Connie is a, Connie's a camp counselor, mm-hmm. and... Lucy falls, um, kind of falls in with a girl who's uh, a little bit on the edge and they're like mm. sneaking out after hours. Mm-hmm. And so they sneak out once and get caught. Yeah. 
and then they sneak out a second time and Lucy like basically goes and tells the girl like hey we can't be doing this Mm -hmm. and at that point she is caught Mm -hmm. and sent home Mm -hmm. so Lucy feels like well I was like there to do the right thing yeah and Connie feels like uh like there has to be consequences Mm -hmm. as kind of a response to her previous thing with wit yeah no that, that definitely makes sense and it's really good like you said like to to cover it from this perspective because there is yeah you i like the distance from it because not necessarily knowing um definitely definitely makes you empathize with wit a lot more because tom well We'll get to it, but Tom, yeah. like, you know, asks her why he doesn't hire her on the spot, and she's yeah. like, or, and Wit's like, ah, you know, I just, I don't know, like, change is good, but she didn't ask for her job back, and I don't know what kind of change has happened. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, so in this scene, we have Connie coming downstairs to her mom, mm-hmm. and just kind of brooding and moping and sighing. Yeah. Um, until June's finally, like, just, like, come mm-hmm. out with it. Yeah. And, um, Connie goes through this whole thing that, like is super well spoken of mm-hmm. just like I went through some stuff wit is a father figure to me and important to me and I want like to tell him this stuff mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I can because he fired me and so I'm not sure how to navigate like him being my friend but also being my boss and whether or not he would want to see me mm-hmm and talk about this stuff and she's really insecure about it and then yeah and then so good it's going back and forth um it she's just like flipping back and forth and i love that june's just like i feel like, like i'm a, at a tennis match and i'm, I'm the, the ball. ball yeah like yeah between yeah connie kind of bouncing back and forth um and june just kind of ends with like you know think about it like you know in your heart what like what Wit's response is gonna be? Yeah, just yeah, like, you know. Go what. to him. Yeah, um, and then she's like, "Well, I'll just go to Wit's end, and you know, maybe if he's there." And right. then June's like, "Let's tell Wit I say hi," and she's like, "Oh yeah, I Wit." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. Which, which is also it, it. It's also a reference to in the previous episode, Connie ends a letter because the previous two ep- those two Connie goes to camp episodes are narrated by Connie writing a letter to june and Mm -hmm. she ends it with like p.s say hi to wit for me Mm -hmm. and so june saying it here is really is really nice and it's also like it's an interesting how they write her with the whole like you know you know in your heart and whatnot because Mm -hmm. it will be like over 200 episodes before june becomes a christian yeah um so they can't have like a pray about it or mm-hmm. that sort of thing yeah no it's, um, but it's they just... find a way to get the same sentiment across yeah um in a way that i think's really lovely to be like hey like even though connie and june are at a different place with their faith mm-hmm. june can still be a good parent to connie yeah no that's huge which is i think really really important to show yeah no it's it's really good and i hope it was intentional um i i i genuinely think it was yeah yeah that's i mean june's i don't know she's so supportive of connie and so kind um it's a shame we don't get to see more of her on the show 
Yeah. Uh, but I, but I do definitely, definitely do really like it, and it definitely, it gives some insight to Connie as a young person. I think, mm-hmm. like, it really shines a light on. So this is Connie as a high schooler, where her mom is really heavily involved in her life, and and her, you know, as a newer character, like she's very prevalent and very important to her development. And then as that shifts away, the character fades out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so we go from there to, to Wit's End, end mm-hmm. um, where uh, Eugene is at the counter talking with Lucy. Yeah. Or no, he's at the counter and Lucy comes up to the counter mm-hmm. to say, like, there's someone here. Eugene goes out there with Lucy, and it's Maxwell. Freaking sleaze himself. And she says, oh, she says he's kind of cute. Yeah. And there's this whole, I, it is so uncomfortable. It is with the, Maxwell calls Lucy Cunningham Schultz toots, and I almost punched my computer screen. I am so uncomfortable with it. Huh. Huh. Um, huh. Oh, no. Wait, wait a second. I'm looking through my notes trying to see if I can find the spot okay yeah there it is uh i wrote in my notes <laughs> am i allowed to punch a character who only exists in audio yes <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly my sentiment you freaking skeez uh, he is him, so slimy him and lucy flirting is something i forgot about yeah and hate with every oh, fiber it's so bad and what does not hold up well i will say that she is a middle schooler yeah he is a grown man. Yeah, he is 30? in college, graduated from college. It's a little bit iffy. We're going to say mid-20s. Yeah, there's I, like probably, he might even be early 20s. He, we'll say I, there's I at think, least an eight-year age difference. Yes, yeah, I think Maxwell is supposed to be the same age as Eugene. Yeah, as a foil, perhaps. Right, so he is early, oh, very much as a foil. Yeah. So he is early, early 20s, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it is so icky. Oh, it's so gosh. icky. And Richard's just like buddying up to Eugene. Be like, I don't want to listen. He you calls him Melzy Melzy baby. Melzy baby. It's like, um, the, like, oh, it's just so sleazy. Like, that's this whole, yeah. like, Italian mobster vibe. Like, duh, baby. No, I'm coming to visit me in my place of work. And get all your toots. I don't care if you're eight years younger than me. It's only wrong if that we get caught. He... <laughs> He he comes across as like, um, as slightly like a hippie character too. Yeah, where he's very much just kind of like go with the flow, Love, man. man. Well, and, and he's like, well, and, he, and he's I, I mean he's definitely like foiling Eugene, yeah. who's like super uncomfortable, right. super Richard, or su- like calling him Richard, like super yeah. rigid. Yeah, and, and then, right, and I like. Yeah, Maxwell, like, Eugene always calls him Richard, and Maxwell uses a different nickname every time. On Eugene, yeah. And, like, and he's very, like, slang-heavy and casual Mm. and... Yeah. Oh, gosh. And then Eugene sends Lucy away, pretty much. Uh Uh-huh. And then... That's when he calls her toots. Yeah, that's when he calls her toots, and... Oh, it's... And then... And then also... He, they, and this speaks to Eugene's issues, which I can relate to, but uh, 
um, I want to say Glossman. Maxwell is is kind of recalling um, the previous stuff Wit had told him about the pl- or that Eugene had told him about Wit's end, and he's yeah. like, oh, I don't see any computers around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. What was that program? Banana called? peel. Banana peel. <laughs> Apple core. And and he and Eugene says applesauce. What a stupid, 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 stupid person. But like, <laughs> I also relate to it as like, I would totally Eugene, do the same thing. Like Eugene wants to be correct. And so he sees an opportunity to correct Maxwell and just does it instinctually um, and then kind of realizes what he does and, like, shuts up. But Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. that's so good, though. Oh, my gosh. And and then what? This is when Connie comes in, right? Or, well, Ma- Maxwell helps Eugene a little bit. Maxwell, like, cleans tables and Eugene has to answer the phone or something like that. Yeah. And because mm. Con- when Connie comes in, mm-hmm. Maxwell's at the counter. Yeah. And she meets him there. Mm-hmm. And then Eugene comes out of the back. Yeah. And there's that gut punch of, oh, oh Eugene he works was, here now. Right. He was rehired and I was not. Mm-hmm. And then Glossman. Not Glossman. Maxwell. And then, and then Maxwell decides to be a complete snake yep. and just be like, well, um, isn't that kind of crazy that Wit didn't want to bring you back? But he brought Eugene back. Like, whoa. That was really good. I like that a lot. Like, whoa. Yeah, no, he literally is just poisoning the well here. Yeah. He's just like, I don't know, no, 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 like, yeah. like just trying to, 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 yeah. you know, breed all of this, uh, this kind of doubt and this rift between Wit and Connie, which yeah. sucks because Connie's young and like so susceptible to it. Yeah. And like, you know, and she also doesn't fall for it hook, line, and sinker. Like she pushes yeah. back a bit and yeah. then loses anyways. Because Maxwell is hot. Yeah, and this, this is this is where my line of "Can I punch an audio only character?" came in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because Maxwell is just oh, oh. What's the what's such the, what's a the... well written villain? Yeah, because I hate, hate him. him. I hate him more than any other character we've covered at this point. Oh yeah, give For me Charles sure. any day of the week. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Give me Blackard over him. At least Blackard's yes. like, yeah, there's some redeeming qualities there. No, he, Maxwell is like the Rita Skeeter. Exactly. Of, of this. Exactly. Where That's it's it. like, clearly not as bad as Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But so much worse. But boy, do I just hate you yeah. completely. Oh, God. Mm. No. No, 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 no. I don't like him. He's so sleazy. And then yeah. he like tries to like he, he's walking out with connie yeah and then wit. wit and tom walk in yeah and tom's all cheerful and wit's like maxwell yeah maxwell and then <laughs> yeah yeah oh gosh oh, oh it's just oh. well and we didn't cover it but like the kids freak out when they see connie Oh, yeah. oh, Connie's back. Oh, are you going to work here? Like Connie, 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 all this stuff. Right. And it's oh. so good. And the, then it just the makes everything kids, with Eugene working here right just so much worse. The kids freak out, but Lucy is pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy like, is super generic like, wits end kids are thrilled. Lucy's so mad at Connie yeah, for what she happened. Got kicked out of um, camp. Right, because she got kicked out of camp, and she doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. And, um, and yeah, and she... 
And Connie is clearly hurting about it, too. Mm -hmm. Similar to Wit hurting when he fired Connie. Exactly. Connie feels bad about the fact that she sent Lucy home, but she also feels like it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, oh, it's a stupid rule. And it's, like, well, rules are rules. And, like, rules are there for a reason. And, like, breaking rules has consequences. And it's just, right. It is cold and then wit comes by and tom's super happy to see her and wit is just very not happy that maxwell is there and uh oh it's i don't even yeah and then and then they they just like small talk for a while and Mm. then connie kind of removes herself from the situation she mentions like oh i worked at camp i was at camp and like i learned a lot and then she also has the line where she says and i've learned a lot since i've been back as well yeah which is clearly this bitter line towards wit kind of at the provoking of Maxwell, but also just in seeing Eugene there like to towards Eugene, Connie is so mature. Yeah. She handles it very well. Surprisingly well. But like, you you know that it's still impacting her and Mm -hmm. she drops that line here. Yeah. This like, this era of Connie, I feel like, is super well written in a way that later Connie isn't, where it's like she's younger and more insecure and quieter. Yeah. And whereas later she's, yeah, she's older and more confident, but she's also way just louder and less wise as far as what she says and doesn't say. Yeah. I think, I think part of it is at this point, like, Connie still has a clear arc she has things that are happening outside of what we see in the show Mm -hmm. like she's going to school and like Mm -hmm. all that stuff yeah which i think helps like ground her a little bit more than when it's like well like she just does the things we see yeah which is what she is now yeah um like she very much these days feels like a character that only exists for as long as the episode is on. Mm-hmm. And at exactly. this point, she feels like she has other stuff going on in her life, and we're seeing some of it. Mm. Um, but, but yeah. So she she runs out, and Tom's like, "Why? Why didn't you give her her job back?" Yeah, and Wits like, "I've got like." She didn't I, ask. I haven't seen... Well, yeah. His big thing is that she needs to ask for it back, which is stupid. Because Eugene didn't. Eugene did not ask for his job back. Yeah. In fact, we basically forced him into it. Yeah, by with the internship and right. everything. Yeah. Like, we had him transferred to its end without his knowledge. Yep. Yep. So that he couldn't back out of it. But with Connie, it's like, well, she has to come to me. I'm not going she's to a woman. be generous and extend this thing to her. I need proof that she's changed. And the only way that she can prove it is if she comes to me and asks for a job. Yeah. No, it's... it's Which just feels like manufactured uh, plot yeah. to have Connie yeah. not work there right now. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I don't know why it's there other than the, like, because the other... Wit's other reason was great was that like so she says she's changed but we don't know how like right. that's that's the excellent reason right. to not hire somebody right exactly like pull what you did at the college and go talk to the camp director exactly exactly or talk to Connie yeah I don't know yeah um, yeah it's really really tough 
But then Maxwell and Connor. And, oh, sorry. What's what's other what's big thing throughout all of that is that he doesn't know if she understands yet why she was fired. Okay. That's like his big motivation where he's like, I don't know if she's like yeah, if she's really come to terms with that. But we as the audience know that, that she, she has. has, which makes this tough. Yeah, but it's also really good. Then she goes outside and uh, Maxwell runs up to her and it is raining or a city street. There is so much ambient yeah, noise. Yeah, I'm thinking raining. I'm going <laughs> raining right with this because that's what I was thinking originally. Yeah. And then they just walk to right. Blackard's castle. Yeah. And which... For the record, he just had built. Yes. He, yeah. He got approval to build a commercial building within the city limits and did not get approval for that building to be a kids center. That that checks out, actually. I feel like that that could be a thing. Because a commercial building license is different. No, it, it, it is... However, it doesn't make sense that he, like, it, it seems weird that he went to the board to get approval to build a building, knowing that that building was to be used for this, yeah. and, but not knowing if he would be able to use it for that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess he like, could just fall back on murder, which seems to be his vibe. Like, it's, it's just, it's weird, and I don't know why it wasn't just, it's a, a, empty building, building yeah. that he's going that he like if the line was he just purchased the building cool That's no it. questions if the line was he just had the building built suddenly i'm so confused yeah yeah as people that are aware of you know zoning and stuff <laughs> so i suppose weird. we are a bit above the target age it's for this so episode weird. yeah but it's it's yeah I, why i don't know then he and maybe there's something really important plot wise that requires this to be a building that he built himself i don't remember neither do i um <laughs> but then he steps out into the shadows and delivers his bond line of my name is blackard dr regis blackard and that's the episode that's the episode there, there's a little bit where so the whole reason that Maxwell Maxwell wants to introduce her to Blackard because she wants him to work for her. right. He's like, yeah. oh, you could work for yeah. His whole uh, thing is like, there's more than just wits in for right. you to work at. Like, Which you can is meet my new boss. June said as well. Mm-hmm. And you can get in on the ground floor and all this stuff. Which pun intended because they just built the building. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. And like, he's. I mean, he's really. Well, one, I don't like him. Two, just selling working at Blackard's Castle really hard. And really well, to be honest with you. Yeah. And that's that's where the episode ends, because it's part one. Is there even a Chris outro? Radio broadcast, yes. Okay. AIO club that we listen to. Yeah. No. Okay. And the theme of the episode is tr- trusting God. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I just thought that was strange. Yeah, I, I don't know what Chris's wrap-up said to tie that in. Uh, um, Psalm 46.1. Uh, of the sons... Oh, never mind. Uh, God is God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. I'm presuming it's probably the same theme for the part two. 
Probably. That's probably it. Where yeah. something actually happens that requires trusting in God. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the discussion questions are also yeah um for both parts. Yeah. But man, guys, it's happening. Yeah. Like. No. The previous two episodes were like, yeah, like we're covering Blackard stuff, but this is like he showed Blackard up. Blackard is here. There's so much less building than Novacom. Novacom, there was like several what, like yeah, but there's also. But Novacom like, was a bigger. Thing. I was gonna say Novacom is one long arc. Yeah, Blackard is a bunch of somewhat independent arcs where yeah. he is the villain. Yeah, like. He's like the, I don't know, he's like the Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not the villain in every episode, um, but, like, he's the one who keeps coming back. Yeah. The, um, the nemesis. The yes. arch rival. Yeah. Arch nemesis. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, feelings on the episode, very good. Very good. I hate Maxwell. He's the worst. I love, I was going to say I love Blackard. I Love, I, love, I love Blackard. I love Earl Bowen as Blackard. Yeah. I love kind of all that that's being set up. Mm-hmm. Tom is great. Mm-hmm. Wit um, is actually good. Yeah, Wit's okay. I mean, no, no, no. Like, I really like Wit in the town council yeah. scene. I like him less in the Connie scene. Yeah. But even then, like, he seems right. like he's... Yes. He does seem pretty level-headed. Yeah. And, like... He doesn't seem like... I don't know. Especially... You know, we we look at it now, having covered Novacom, where Wit from the beginning was like, hmm, right. my god senses are tingling. Right, and in this one, we get Tom as the skeptical one, though not out of character skeptical. No. And Wit as like a, as hey, a Christ like, figure, let, like, let me, let's like, be friends. take you under my wing and like, yeah. try and make this happen. But. Somebody that's literally in direct competition for him. Like, he has, he stands to lose the most from from Blackard's castle coming in and he still is like sure <laughs> that that that's totally fair like this is going to be a direct competitor to wit and he's still willing to give it a shot mm, good guy wit yeah uh do you have anything else um i feel like i'm forgetting something but no, i'm not sure that i am it's a really solid episode like it a lot I good sound too. engineering good kids good plot yeah. Ties in really well. Kind of wish I had listened to the Connie Goes to Camp ones. I'll probably yeah. listen to them before the next one. Yeah. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Yeah, I might as well. Um, uh, I don't know. Lucy's great. Yeah. Um, but I hate that Maxwell is. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that does not hold up well. I mean, I, obviously it was skeezy to begin with, but oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Well. Uh, we'll talk about it more in a week. Yes, sir. Yes, we will. Um. Do you have anything to promote? I'm not promoting anything this week, are you? Uh, no. I mean, I would like to give, uh, our good friend Lee a shout out from the AIO, uh, wiki, because he made us a page. That's which true. Which is really nice. It I has will... all of the episodes we've ever covered and all of their release dates. Yeah. Which is it... very sweet. If you search for Wadfam Chalkpot on the AIO wiki, you will get to our page. Which That's, is kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool because we use the wiki uh, all constantly. the time. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, similarly, uh, or similar, whatever. Um, if you, uh, yeah, if you like us and want to let us know, we would love 
to get a uh a, some more reviews on uh, apple podcasts mm-hmm. i'll throw throw the link in for that and also just like i don't know tell people about us yeah like we like making this show we like people hearing it and uh we're covering some big stuff right now yeah this is like iconic probably yeah you probably know someone mm-hmm. who would be interested but if not no worries we're uh yeah not not planning on changing anything up on you but i just, just i'll bring it up yeah of course tell a friend <laughs> seriously i mean i don't know uh, odyssey's a, uh, i i like our show in the sense that i feel like anybody that likes odyssey can enjoy our show yeah. because it's very plot centric and it's also like yeah yeah, I mean, we covered the episode, so even if you haven't listened to it, you can pretty much yeah. get what's happened. Though I wouldn't recommend that. No, no, no. It's less than I, ideal. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it if you've never heard it. I don't think you need to listen to the episode right before you listen to ours. Yeah, exactly. But uh, if you've never heard it before and you're listening, uh, I'm just curious to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Email us, tweet at us, something. If, if you don't listen to Adventures in Odyssey but listen to this show... Let's let's have a chat. Yeah. How is that going for you? Yeah. Um but uh but until then, uh we'll be back in a week to episode 078 The Nemesis Part 2. Goodbye. Bye. Wadfam Chakpa is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFanChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFanChalkPod at gmail.com. The Nemesis Part 1 was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acevo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haberstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Talk Pod.